we are constantly, constantly in a state of learning and we are constantly in a state of expansion. We just have to step into that place. You are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am here to help you navigate through life's greatest challenges. I am Katie, your host, a licensed therapist, holy fire Reiki master, life coach for healing and life transformations, a healer who's healed herself, and I am here to help you strengthen your soul. We are all beautiful souls in this life. We are healing, we are evolving, and we are loving. My mission is to bring awareness to all things wellness, mind, body, and soul, provide motivation and information, and discuss all things mental health and spirituality. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strength in the Soul podcast. I have an exclusive episode for you that I decided to take from my vault of trainings and share with the world because I am just really, really excited that my book is coming out in less than a month, in a few short weeks, and a lot of what is in this training is in my book, and I wanted to give you about like a 40-minute glimpse into one of the uh, events that I held with Ashley Helm. We co-hosted an event called Activating Potential, and it was the part two to our two-part training on how to get out of your own way. Um, Ashley is a social media influencer, and she took her expertise on self-love, empowerment, and weaved it really well into her career as a social media influencer. And she also created this amazing business through a health and wellness franchise and all connecting to social media. Um, And so her and I partnered together using both of our um, own unique experiences in empowering others and helping others to transform their life. Um, And we wanted to bring these little golden nuggets to our community on how to really help people activate their own unique potential as we have for ourselves. For me, I took my clinical experience, my professional experience, and my personal experience and weaved it into a whole new coaching business over the last few years. And so for me, not only do I get to really work with individuals on that therapeutic level, I get to bring in all this amazing uh, spiritual guidance, energetic training, um, and coaching accountability into this work. So between both of our perspectives, we really we're able to have a great training on how to expand your life, activate your own unique potential. And um, I wanted to take my portion and send it out into the world. So I hope that this episode serves you well. There are so many amazing things to take away from this episode. So definitely grab a pen and paper and jot things down. Obviously, do not do that while you're you're driving, if you're listening to this while you're driving, just remember to go back and take notes um, at the appropriate time. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for the Seeking Safety Collection that comes out in just a few weeks. Follow the flow, not the resistance. You're going to see that and we're going to start there. So as I was working with clients, I started really picking up on the energy of this resistance pattern. And when I found that there was like this feeling of resistance within us versus that feeling of flow, I really started to say, you know, we have the power to decipher what feels good and what doesn't feel good in our life, right? We know that in the sense of the resistance shows up with discomfort, fear, burnout, how many people have suffered from burnout in their life, right? And that is the resistance. That is something bigger than us telling us that it's not 
meant for us. If it's not working for you, it's, it's not meant for you. So that's where follow the flow, not the resistance comes from. So that's gonna be key in removing the barriers to positive change. Follow the flow, not the resistance. So I want you guys to ask yourselves, and this is where you can open up your journal or you can even write down on this piece of paper if you guys have pen and paper. I want you to ask yourself a really important question. What is working versus what isn't working? So when you hit a wall in your life, right, there are periods in our life where we feel stuck. It's important to ask ourselves, is this working for me anymore, right? If, um, if you're doing something every single day, right, if, working, if you get up every day at 6 a.m. and that worked for you for six months, but then you're feeling some resistance in it, then you have to say, this isn't working for me anymore and I need to switch it up. Our souls crave evolution. We are meant to evolve. We are meant to grow. We are meant to change. We are meant to shift. We are not meant to stay stagnant or stuck. We are meant to be in a place of flow. Our energy is meant to be in a place of flow. Stagnant energy manifests in negativity. So you might feel negativity in your physical body. And that's where resistance is going to show up. You know, you might say, you know, my back's been bothering me for weeks now. That is a sign that something's not working, whether it be emotionally or some, you know, you're not happy, something, emotions get trapped in our back a lot. So your physical body will also tell you that something's not right. People, when they're going through a difficult time, you're feeling like I identify with this struggle. This struggle is mine to own. This struggle is mine to identify with. I want to remind you guys, and this is where this skill-focused approach is coming from in my work here, is that do not identify with the struggle. I want you guys to identify anything that you're going through or anything that doesn't feel right for you anymore as a passing experience. So you guys get to label things. You get to, this is a passing experience. This is not my struggle to own. And we're going to talk about your language in a little bit, how to use effective language to change your life. But here I wrote down as well is you get to define yourself. Only you get to define yourself and what you're going through. So you can say, I feel versus I am, right? So for instance, if you're, if you're feeling lonely in your life, mm -hmm. I feel alone versus I am alone. You don't have to identify with that struggle. You get to say, I feel. So in that moment, you're validating your feelings versus owning that or identifying in it. So we want to experience the resistance in a way that it's going to change our life. The resistance has purpose. So I don't want you guys to think that the resistance is something that you can label as bad or that you want to just completely get rid of out of your life. Yes, you want to move past it, but you also want to allow it to change your life. So you get to, you get to be the one to shift your life in that way. So now moving on to the next portion, we are going to go to the belief system here. We're going to talk about this again in, in my activating potential, but with the belief system, it begins with a sense of worthiness. Worthiness is the foundation to bringing in a positive change. So we need to work on our sense of worthiness and our belief system that we have. So we have negative conditioning that we pick up as we evolve as humans, right? We're born, we're, we're not born feeling like we're not good enough. We're not born feeling like we're incapable of achieving greatness. We pick this up as we condition ourselves as we move up in our life, whether that's our surrounding, whether that's comparison um, to our peers and each developmental stage of our life. So there's a lot of other factors that I could spend time going into, but we all understand the negative conditionings that are in our life. So we have that's where healing that's the purpose of healing that's where that term comes in because we have picked up things 
up until this point in our life. And so this has created a belief system. And everything that we do, our action steps solidify our belief system. So you have to look at this now. Are your action steps pushing towards a positive belief system or a negative belief system? So think about the action steps that you're taking towards the belief system that you want for yourself in your life. So here we're gonna bring in passion and creativity as powerful tools for positive change and also removing the barriers for positive change. Feelings are meant to help you propel you forward, to help to propel you forward, as well as teach you what is going on in your life. Where passion goes, abundance flows. So I want you guys to really take that in. What are you passionate about? So now we're going to start to think about our desires, our passions, and what helps us to feel great. So when we think about creativity as well, I teach this a lot um, in my group coaching program. We have a whole module dedicated to creativity because I believe that creativity heals the soul. And creativity, people associate that with art or you know something in that capacity. And creativity just means something that you are creating. So look at this workshop. This brings me life. This is something that I am passionate about. It's the joy that keeps me going through the difficult times of life. So you have to think about where passion goes, abundance flows. If you are operating from a place of joy, passion, creativity, Think about how far your career paths are going to go. Think about how far your personal lives are going to go. And here I just have a, a quote to just further bring that to your awareness of passion can cultivate gratitude and gratitude is an energy and life shifter. So how many, you know, everybody, everybody talks about how we need to be grateful and we can use gratitude practices to create positive change or positivity right but people don't realize the depth of that work and why gratitude is so important it is an energy shifter a mood shifter and a life shifter so it's meant to shift your life it's not meant for to be something bleeding for you to do one time when somebody reminds you it's meant to be an, a lifestyle Every single day, you get to have that nurturing energy of gratitude, whether it be for the small things, the big things, whatever in that moment that you can grasp onto, it's important to have that sense of gratitude and passion helps you to be gratitude, grateful. <laughs> Use that word so much that I can't. So that's just a reminder to implement gratitude into your life. Allow your desires to drive you forward. Okay, another thing about passion, we're going into the heart center here. What do you desire out of life, right? What are your desires? What are your dreams? What makes you feel alive? What sets your soul on fire? What makes you feel good? So that's another question that you guys can write down, highlight, whatever you want to do is bring yourself into that place of awareness of what your desires are. Because when we get clear on exactly what we want, our life can completely change and transform. We, we might know that we want a certain outcome, but what are your specific desires? Because those desires are going to drive you forward. So I was in a session one day, a lot of the content that I create or things that I say literally come from the work that I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients. All the, my clients know too, hold on, I got to write this down. <laughs> it's so good. I can't believe I just said that. One time I was in a session and I said this to a client and I was like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. Fear is an opportunity to learn what's anchoring you in resistance. So going back to what we talked about, right? Resistance. Fear is an opportunity to shift and propel you forward. So if you're feeling this fear, know that it is because you are meant and ready to expand. But oftentimes fear, our ego taps into that feeling and tries to protect us from expanding. 
propelling forward, transforming our lives because our ego does not know what is a real threat or not because it's going based off the feelings in your nervous system, in your brain. That's how incredible our brain works is that it, we have systems that all work together and they pick up on that feeling of something's not right, something's uncomfortable. It's up to us to be extremely intentional on our healing journey to understand what is a real threat and what is not. And I think all of us sitting here in this room, we know what is a real threat and what is not, right? Like if someone comes and barges in here, we know that, okay, we're in a real threat here. So ego, thank you for, for protecting me. But we need to be in a place of intention with ourselves, self-awareness with ourselves. When we step into that place of true intention for ourselves in our life, we are more aware of our feelings. We are more aware of our thoughts and we are more aware of what really is hindering us from growing and propelling forward. So when you have a fearful fear feeling, I want you to ask yourself, okay, what is this feeling trying to teach me? Is there any factual evidence that this thought is true? Is there any factual evidence that this fear is true? Asking yourselves these really important questions is going to help you to transform your life. I also ask a lot of questions starting with the word why. So as things come up in your life, you get to say why, 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 why? And you will discover. This is self-discovery. This is personal development. This is life transformation. Asking yourselves why, okay? Why am I uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling this way? What's stopping me? Why haven't I done this yet? Why is this pattern coming up repeatedly? Why am I thinking these thoughts constantly? Ask yourselves those important questions. We get to learn every day about ourselves and life circumstances are helping us to teach us. We are constantly, constantly in a state of learning and we are constantly in a state of expansion. We just have to step into that place. So allow fear to propel you forward. Discover who you are, trust yourself, stop questioning and diminishing yourself. It feels good to feel limitless and free. You have access to that feeling. It all begins with your thought patterns. So again, you get, I've been working on this a lot with my clients of self-punishment. It's coming up a lot. Why are we continuously punning our, punishing ourselves when we get to feel good, we get to feel confident, we get to embrace our strengths, we get to love ourselves, we get to choose differently, we get to choose different thought patterns that lead to different feelings. We get to do that. So it's time that we stop punishing ourselves. And again, that goes back to the belief system, right? So if we are talking about self-punishment here, self-punishment is only solidifying a negative belief system. So we get to stop punishing ourselves to because we feel that's what we deserve because our belief system is telling us that, right? Our, our foundation of worthiness, that foundation in the belief system is creating these negative actions that are proving that belief system to be true. So self-punishment, whereas doubting ourselves, believing that we have to have these negative thoughts or not love ourselves or not choose ourselves is creating that negative belief system. So when you, you get to choose to love yourself, you get to choose to have these healthy thought patterns, to trust yourself, Trust has been coming up a lot as well for me in that we, we have the capability to do all these things, to, to fulfill these actions, to fulfill these dreams. It's time we get to trust ourselves. And as we trust ourselves, we are proving a positive belief system for ourselves. 
So it's time to stop punishing ourselves. And so every time that you guys are repeating these patterns of these negative thoughts, diminishing ourselves, comparing ourselves, which lead to these negative feelings, I want you to stop in that moment and say, I'm punishing myself right now. I'm punishing myself right now to prove my false negative limiting belief system. And I don't get to do that anymore. That's not me. That's not where I'm going. That's not what I want to do. Okay. The way that we speak is just as important as the thoughts that we're thinking. Because our, our words have vibration. Our words are expressing our internal feelings and thoughts. And what you think inside and put outside of yourselves is what's manifesting in your life. So for instance, I wanna give you an example of something that came up twice this week. And I actually recorded a video of it on um, Instagram because it was just so powerful. Two of my clients don't even know each other, nothing, different situations in life. They both said to me, but I'm trying. And yes, I'm gonna validate you. Yes, you're trying. And we are gonna take a look at that and say, how can we verbalize that feeling that you're trying to convey to yourself differently. And so I said, I want you to say, and I'm doing, because you're doing it. You're not just trying, you're doing it. And it was, but I'm trying. And but is a very negative word. It has a low vibration. It's invalidating to your own experience. Why are you going to continue to use that language to yourself? And I know what feelings and what the message my clients were trying to convey to me. And I said, let's help you to shift your life a little bit more by transforming the way that you're conveying this message. And it clicked with them and it felt better, right? How good does it feel to say, and I'm doing? Oh, wow, I am doing that. I am doing it because you are, you're doing it. And it feels better overall, again, to nurture ourselves, not punish ourselves, and do the things that are going to bring forth more change in our life. When we talk about affirmations, they are really simply mindset shifts to help you to remember that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your reality. You want to promote positive feelings within you from the very thoughts and the language that you are speaking. So some language hacks that I have for you guys to really write down and start practicing in your life. I want you to start removing the word but from your vocabulary and replace it with and. And then I also want you guys to remove the word should from your vocabulary and try to word it in a more validating way for you. Like you can say, I can. Always practice self-compassion. And remember that self-love grows in repeated actions. So as you guys continue to shift your language and shift your thought patterns, all of a sudden you will begin to feel differently in your life. You will begin to start loving yourself authentically and authentically you will be speaking more positively. It won't be forced. And as you're learning, it might feel a little foreign and it might feel forced. It's because you haven't been used to formally speaking that way for how many years that you've been alive. So you and any positive change that you are choosing to create in your life takes practice, compassion, dedication, commitment, intention. So I want you guys to really remember that as you're making positive changes in your life, especially with your language, because it is so easy to get caught up in negative language. It really is. But I want you guys to think of it this way. 
we want validation as humans. We want to feel validated. We want to feel like we're heard and we want to feel like we're seen. And a lot of times that negativity comes from that very core wound or need, right? We have a need to feel heard, seen and validated. So in that way, you can still get your needs met and you can still be validated through using positive language and positive thoughts. You don't always have to be in that place of, but I'm trying, okay? So we want to be extremely free of judgment in our lives. So I, wrote, I broke it down pretty easy here for us, okay? How lack of judgment can enhance our life and our goals? No expectations and no disappointment, right? If we're not judging ourselves and we're not um, judging our life path, we have no expectations and we have no disappointments. Honoring our own unique life path. How many, how many times do we judge ourselves so harshly because we're not where someone else is? or we're not feeling the same things that other people are, or we're not doing the th same things that other people are. Well, that's their life, not yours. You're the one who's judging your mm -hmm. life. We get to remove that judgment from our life. Not having judgment removes shame and guilt. It increases happiness and mindfulness, and it enhances the trust that we have for our life, God, ourselves, the universe, and what we're meant to be and do in this life. So removing judgment is extremely important for not only positive change, but also just for your mood, your energy, all of that. You are your greatest investment. So it's important to continue to learn, continue to heal and continue to grow. Keep plugging in, keep investing in your craft, learn also through life experiences and through the timing of your life. Our life experiences are our greatest tools. I can't tell you one thing I learned in math class in seventh grade, <laughs> but I can teach you, or I can tell you what going through a difficult time taught me. So remember that your life is a path, the, the struggles that you're going through are a passing experience. And this experience is meant to transform your life. Heal. Healing equals abundance. Heal the mind, body, soul to shift your life. Grow. Be rooted in expansion. Get to know yourself so well. Don't allow judgment to hinder your growth. Growth brings clarity and clarity helps you to succeed. As we're growing through things, right, we, we get to know ourselves and what we want more out of life and where we're going. All right, now we are going into part two, activating your potential. Also, never give up. That was a really, I wanted to slip that in there. Never, ever give up. Getting out of your own way. Part two is activating your potential. So we talked very heavily on removing the barriers for positive change and how to transform your life. Now we're going to activate your potential. Activating your potential is always knowing that your potential is already within you. You don't have to do anything to say, I need to get, I need to buy something. I need to do something to, act, to, to activate my potential. You need to invest in yourself to activate your potential, to get to know yourself more and the possibilities that you are capable of. You don't need to do anything because it's already inside of you. So I myself wanted to tackle activating potential from a whole consciousness approach from the mind, the body, and the soul. We're going to focus on tapping into your authentic self and healing, bringing in more abundance for you. Your authentic self is powerful. Very, very powerful. We are powerful beings. And Every day we get closer and closer to our authentic self. Because again, like we talked about in part one, we are always removing those layers of negative conditioning when we are intentional in our healing. So first we're going to go into mind-centered work. So I want you to focus on 
when we're thinking about our mind, I want you to think of it in two aspects here. Nurturing the health of our actual organ, the brain, and then also the capabilities and the tools that our brain has to shift our life. So we have mindset shifts, we're learning. When you're constantly learning, you're expanding your mind, you're opening up yourself to more knowledge. We are also opening ourselves up to a spiritual and higher consciousness. And we are skill building when we are learning and focused on our mind. So we talked about rewiring our thoughts actively and intentionally to overcome our limiting beliefs. And then also too, when we're talking about the, the our brain, you know, it's important to make sure you're drinking enough water, make sure you're fueling your body so your brain is working in a positive capacity and optimal functioning for, because when we're not fueling our body, then we feel depressed, we feel low energy. How are we gonna have the energy to rewire our thoughts if we're not fueling our body, our brain in the right way? And then we go into heart-centered work. Again, going back to part one, we set the foundation for our desires come out of our heart place. And I want to also bring into this heart place of, we can pull purpose from our pain and our healing. What activates your power? I pull power from my heart, that center of my being that has overcome an energetically aligned in power, soul aligned work. So the Katie that I am standing before you, leading, healing, transforming lives as I'm transforming my own, I went through a very difficult life. I've struggled through many, many, many different traumas, many difficulties, many things, and I've healed through them and overcame them to where this work is soul-aligned work for me. This is my power. It's not, I'm not trying to force something, I'm allowing this to flow. So I want you guys to think of an example in your own personal lives where you feel the most powerful because you've overcome that most difficult part of your life. Nobody validated my feelings when I was growing up. I had to recognize that was a wound for me and I had to step into that healing. I could not stand here before you with the words that I am saying without. So in that gap of time, I was actually surprised during my presentation by a very good friend who I wasn't sure if she was actually going to come to the, um, the event and she surprised me. So I was like so pleasantly surprised. It was amazing. Um, but I was really getting at the fact of the way, the, where I am in this moment, the place I am in this moment is all because of what I went through and I allowed myself to really pull power and purpose out of that moment and really utilize that pain in my heart center and that transmutation of that pain, the healing of that pain to then turn into power and purpose through that heart center. So then when I continue to operate from my heart center, it is because of all of that knowledge, wisdom, and resiliency that lies in my heart center. We're just talking about heart-centered work and how we can pull our power from the very things that we have overcome. Because that feeling is so potent in that energy center of our life, right? If you think about something like, I'm just going to do this because maybe of your ego, of your mind, where you think that's what you should do. Think about the energy behind that. It's not very purposeful or powerful, is it? No. So you have to tap into that feeling of what's truly powerful in your heart. And that will help you to activate the potential. Because... We are given our potential for a very powerful reason. No one else has the same potential as each other. We might have very similar missions, but they all look different because our own power lies from within us based on what we've been through. And then that brings me to the next page where I wanted to elaborate on that just a little bit more when it comes to heart-centered work and leadership. Leadership has to come from a heart-centered place because when we operate from an ego-centered place, we're not truly reaching our potential. 
you have to activate that heart center to, tru to truly step into that leadership role for yourself. And that's where you can lead other people. That potent energy from your heart space leads people because the energy is more powerful than it would be anywhere else in your mind, body, and soul. True leadership comes from a place of first looking at yourself and saying, where am I ready to lead? And asking yourself, am I the leader I need in my life for me? Leadership and being of service comes out of our authentic place and that space in our heart. Minimize ego-driven actions and do not tie service to rewards or money. Being a leader is a responsibility. When we want to lead other people, we have to be responsible. We have to know that we have to show up as our best selves. I know for myself, like when I do readings for people, if I'm not feeling good, that's not true leadership. Because if I want to make money, okay, but am I truly being an authentic leader by saying, I'm just going to do this and get money? No. Or if I think by being of service, I'm going to get rewarded. That's ego-driven action. When it's authentic in your heart center, because it's altruistic, because you want nothing to gain from it, it's just coming from a place of joy, coming from a place of love. Love is the highest vibration. That, that is what's magnetic. That's the powerful energy. So when you're operating from that energy in that place, true leadership magnifies in that way. How you show up and align yourself with high vibrational coping skills, nutrition, energetic shifts, and movement assists you in remaining open to possibilities. So here for you, Jackie, too, we're talking about activating potential, how to activate our potential. So when we're moving our body and we're, we're moving into our body, actually, right? Because we, if you think about our mind, our mind is up here and our body is here. Our neck really is that, that portal between our body and our expansive energy up here in our mind. Sometimes it's hard to even realize when we're so in our head, let me get back into, into my body. When you feel good, you operate better. Your body holds wisdom, embodiment practices to connect to the divine feminine flow. So we want to get into more of a flow state with our emotions, with our body, because trauma gets stuck in our body, emotions get stuck in our body, and that's where our mind and our body are connected. And sometimes our mind and our body can be disconnected, and that's where there's an energetic barrier in bringing in the things that we want or truly activating our potential. So this is where somatic experience come in, experiences come in to help connect to the mind and the body and release the tension and the old wounds of the past outside of our body. So there's so many different examples that we can go into. Ash is going to do, um, talk about that a little bit as well. But some other somatic experiences that you can really focus on is simply just your breath, moving your body, making sure that you're stretching, making sure you're moving your, like walking, dancing, running, exercising, making sure you're even, um, you can even just move your body in the way that your body wants to move. And this is where also getting back to your authentic self, just moving your body without judgment, right? If you're in your, if you're in your home and you're put on a song and you think you need to dance a certain way, release that. That's, that's, tension that's stagnant energy just okay maybe my body just wants to do this and that's helping to release those emotions and wounds out of your body maybe you just need to open up your breath and really let it out that's going to help to shift your energy and bring you back into your body so that you can operate better in your mind make better decisions make better um do different things that align more with where you want to be. And then just to continue talking a little bit more about energy, I wanted to make a whole slide on how to calibrate your energy to the next level you. And you can call it manifesting, you can call it whatever you want, but it's really about calibrating this energy towards the next version of you. 
So I want you guys to write down a few different questions that are going to help you with this, okay? Where is my energy best served? So think about where are you dedicating your energy? Are you constantly thinking negative thoughts, making poor decisions, and then judging yourself on them? Are you serving others and not putting yourself first? Is all your energy going to other people and not yourself? Is all your energy going to negative thought patterns and not positive? Are all your action steps make, hindering you from growing into that next person that you want to be? So where is your energy best served? And then the second question I want you guys to write down is, how can I show up big? How can I show up big? Because that's your next level. That's your expansive next level. You are now integrating all of your healing practices. You're integrating all of the things that you've learned, and now you are showing up big. But I also want you to remember, too, that showing up big might also mean to slow down. Because if you are the person that goes, 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 puts others first, is always thinking, I need to do this, I need to do that, showing up big might also mean slowing down. So where is my energy best served and how can I show up big? So just a few things here on calibrating your energy to the next level you. Open your energy to receive and creating energetic shifts every day. If you want different, you have to do different. Investment into yourself. If you want more, you have to say, I need to learn more. I need to do more. I need to heal more. Obviously healing. And then co-creation with community, the universe, and your higher self. There is so much that we can get by co-creating with like-minded individuals, the universe, our higher selves, and a higher power. Those gifts are there for our receiving. We just have to take the step into that energy. And that's how we can calibrate our energy to the next level of us. Operating from a pleasure-centered place. When we are trying to achieve the our desired outcomes, and we are activating our own individual authentic potential, we need to focus on what feels good. And we've talked about this a few different times tonight, but I want you to focus on the word pleasure. What brings you a sense of pleasure? When we lead on what feels good, when we act on what feels good, and when we reward ourselves with joy, we shift our belief system to I deserve to feel good, we continue to manifest what feels good into our reality. So that statement is true when you say what you focus on is the energy that comes into your life because when you operate from a pleasure-centered place and you're healing and you're doing what works for you, you're asking yourselves the right questions, you're focusing on your own authentic self, more of what brings you joy comes in. And that means I'm going to enter my potential. It's not just about money, gifts, happiness, rewards. It's about opportunities. We get to manifest opportunities into our lives, like an opportunity to finally work that job that I've always wanted. I get to find a friend that makes me feel safe and good and happy and does the same things that I do rather than focusing on the resistance of what feels uncomfortable of the friends that are just no longer meant to be in your life, right? It's all encompassing. And then the last thing that I wanted to include for activating your potential is holding on to that vision that you have for your life. Holding on, hold your vision, hold your vision. And I just wrote down a few different words when it comes to having a vision in mind for your life and holding on to it. Integrity, right? When we have a vision in our life and we want that desired outcome, we have to always come back to our integrity 
and our values and our authenticity. Do the things that I'm, I want to word this correctly. Are the things, are the things that I am engaging in, are the people that I'm interacting with, interacting with, are they of my values? Am I acting out of integrity and is it authentic to me? This is difficult to ask yourself these questions, right? Healing is not easy. Growing is not easy. Activating your potential is not easy because you have to do the hard things, you have to do the hard work, and you have to ask yourself these questions and face the reality of the answers to these questions. If certain things are not authentic to you, if they are not of your own values, and if it's not aligning with your integrity, you have to consider those things because in order for you to truly activate your potential and be in your power, you have to be authentic. You have to be living out the values that mean to you. Not what society thinks, not what your best friend thinks, not what your family thinks. You, your authentic self. Then going down to your belief system, it's the choices that you make, the actions that follow through with those choices, and your own individual strengths that will help you to hold your vision. Every day you get to make a choice. Every day you get to take action steps towards your vision. Are you doing them? You have to ask yourself, are you doing them? And you have to trust. If you wanna hold on to your vision, I highly, highly recommend you solidify that relationship that you have with yourself and trust yourself and trust a higher power and step into the energy that is calling you. You get to feel it. We are all intuitive beings. And I say this to people all the time, my spiritual gifts and my intuition opened up completely because when the, the, the year that I did the most healing work is that's when everything came in and is flowing out through me and out of me. <laughs> because it's open, because I trust. And I stepped into the energy that is calling me. And now my intuition is so strong that every day I get to say, what energy is here? And I follow the lead and I trust it and I surrender to it. I don't succumb to the ego where it says, no, Katie, you need to be doing this. I say, where is the energy calling me? And that's what I follow. And my life has expanded. I have a few people here that have known me for a very long time and they can attest to these very things, right? Like, holy shit, your life is different. Your life is very different. Hmm. And it's true. So thank you guys for holding space for me. I tried to go through it as quickly as possible. That is my portion. Thank you so much for listening to this exclusive training that I wanted to put out there for you guys with respect to my workshops and trainings and programs and work that I do and the people who join me in the work that I do, the guests, the speakers, my partners, all of that. It is really important to hold that space and respect for the events. So that's why I don't normally turn my events into podcasts. And if I do, it's just very small clips of, you know, what we're speaking about, what we're working on. Because again, that energy is very sacred in those containers, especially if people are paying to come and receive. So this was definitely like a very rare thing that I wanted to do having this exclusive access to this training. I don't know if we're going to be doing this one again. That's why I felt really okay and aligned doing this for you um, with my portion only. Also because not everything that we discussed is in the book, but the majority of the things that I spoke about and taught about is in my book because this is exactly what I work on every single day in my business. This is all the knowledge that I inherited over the last 10 plus years in my professional career. So this is like the staple of strength of the soul <laughs> here in this training. So 
if this served you well, thank you guys so much for, you know, holding it near and dear to you and take this knowledge and share it with with everybody that you know that could benefit. That is the ripple effect of healing and doing God's work. And that is my mission here. Um, if you know of anybody who could benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Um, tag us on social media. I would love to connect with you and see how this episode served you. And I also want you to stay tuned for May 21st, 2003, because that is our next empowerment workshop event. We are hosting annual events now instead of multiple each year. So we'll have multiple like micro events to touch upon really specific topics and intimate sacred containers. But for the big annual empowerment events, I really like that I'm transitioning into that annual um, feel for the bigger events. So that is our next one. The date is set. The venue is booked and our theme is going to be transform. So it is all on tools and teachings, how to help you to transform your life and empower you to live the best life that you desire. And there is a lot behind all of that. It's not just like, I need to transform my life and I need to do X, Y, and Z. I'm bringing in a coach who specifically works on alignment. I'm bringing in one of our partners who I work with all the time on how to motivate yourself and what that looks like in regards to that consistent daily discipline. I am coming in with the healing and life transformation work. And then I have other surprise guest speakers coming in. We have a DJ to celebrate all of the work that we're doing that day. I have a photo booth. So it's not only going to be about really like that life transformation. It's also going to be a celebration of life and commitment to ourselves and this healing journey that we're on together as a community. So I'm really excited about that. I look forward to seeing you there. You can sign up with the early bird pricing of 125 That will include drinks, brunch, and your entire um, ticket for the event itself. You can sign up and secure your spot at strengthinthesoul.com. Tickets will be going up as we get closer to May next year in 2023. So thank you guys so much for supporting me, my business, and my mission as always. And I'm sending you so much love. Ending this section at four minutes and 44 seconds. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs>